Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Paid in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm your other host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find, folks, know Got Paid in Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. That's right. And um, actually, faders, uh, yeah, today is an off day. Um, yes, I'm hyperly busy. So, and I've got house guests today. So I'm wearing a mask. If you're watching the video, I'm wearing a mask. Maybe the audio, I sound like Darth Vader or something. And um, yeah, I've got so much shit to do. I'm drinking coffee, man. I ain't going to bullshit you. I ain't going to fake it. I don't fake it. Johnny, don't fake it. Johnny, don't fake nothing. So I'm drinking coffee today. This is Johnny, completely sober as his grandfather. God rest his soul. Drinking coffee. Hey, uh, coffee, kampai, Jeremy. Are you drinking uh, beer, whiskey, scotch? Water. Water with bubbles. Sparkling water. I knew it. There we go. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's like, a little uh, bit too early in the day for me, my friend. Oh, I love day fading. There's nothing wrong with day fading. Getting your fade on during the day is like some of the best times of my life. Uh, but the thing is, it's just, uh, yeah, today is just a bad day. So, faders, if you're sober as Johnny's grandfather, good on you. <laughs> uh, this might be a very boring episode. <laughs> I highly doubt that. We're going to have fun. We've got a bunch of news planned and we got some good stories planned. Johnny, you said that uh, some crazy shit happened to you, what, two weeks ago at a restaurant? Yeah, two weeks ago, man. I was at a restaurant. This is weird. This is really weird. Okay. Um, Jeremy, I've got a question for you. Um, what does it mean when you're in Rome, do as the Romans do? Uh, it means that you're supposed to adopt the customs of the place where you're at. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So let's apply that to Japan. When in Japan, do as the Japanese do? What are some examples of that? Um, farting in the train. Wait, don't do it or do it? Peeing on the floor. Right. In front of a urinal. What I'm getting confused. Oh, you, oh, you said you said what are things that Japanese people do? I'm naming out things that they do. Oh no, not in Kabuki Cho. No, no, generally. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh they are very nice people and we are happy to be here. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, I was going along the lines. Like if you enter somebody's house, you take off your shoes. If you you go to a oh, restaurant, yeah. you use chopsticks or ohashi. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. When you meet people, you don't high five, you bow. You know, these kind of rules or regulations or it's just customs, you know. When in Japan. One time I tried to high five a guy and while he, while he was bowing, I ended up doing a palm strike to his forehead. Really? You knocked him out and you ran away? Yeah. Well, that was one of the early days. Oh. So what happened in this restaurant? You can't go to Kawasaki anymore. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Um, All right. So I went to a restaurant in Shinjuku. Not going to name the restaurant. 
And I went in there and it's like a family diner kind of restaurant. It's like a place where Seinfeld would go, right? So mm-hmm. I went to this restaurant and I was like half an hour early. So I go up there and I, I go to the counter and I talk to like the guy, the man, the guy who's working there. And um, he was not Japanese. It was obvious he wasn't Japanese. I'm not going to say which country he is from. I don't do that. I don't punch down. I punch up. So yeah, it was a guy that's not Japanese. And I was talking to him and I said, Hey, listen, I'm meeting a friend, maybe two. Can I get a big table? There's some over there by the window. He's like, no, this way. I'm like, okay, cool. He's going to take me to a table. So I walk with this guy and I go to this little table set for two people and it's surrounded by groups of people, right? Now, Johnny is a germaphobe. Johnny don't like germs. I don't like being around a lot of people, right? Especially now. And and now I'm in the middle, this little island surrounded by this ocean of people who are all drinking and talking and they're all kids. And I'm just like, uh, is it possible? I asked this guy, is it possible for me to sit by the window? He's like, no, you sit here. And he pointed down and he got very stern. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll just wait here for my friend and um, maybe I'll leave or something, or maybe maybe this is fine. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to rock the boat, don't want to cause any trouble or anything. So I sit down and then I get like a drink. And um, let's see, I got a drink, which is like a drink bar thing, and then I'm checking my mail or whatever. I'm doing something. Half an hour goes by, my friend sends me a mail, and she's like, yo, I'm at the restaurant and I'm at a table by the window where I wanted to go. And um, yeah, come find me. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I picked up my check and I walked over to her table. I sat down. She already ordered a drink. So I'm there. She's there. We've got two checks on the table, which is totally fine. And we're having a conversation. And then she orders something else, right? Boom. She orders something else. The same guy comes up to the table and he points at me. No, 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 no. You go back to the table. You cannot sit here. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, this is my friend. She's sitting here. Everything is cool, man. Everything is fine. I've got my check. She's got her check. No, you go to the table. You go, you go. And I was like, no, no, wait a second. My friends here, we're going to have another friend come over here. There's going to be probably three people here. And, and we're just going to ha- hang out here. There's, there's nobody There's nobody at, at any of these tables. It's an open place. It's fine. And besides, you're the one that set my friend here. So I'm just moving from my table to go to this table over here. I've got my check. I've got cash. I can buy a drink. It's okay. And he's like, no, you go. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm sitting here. Everything is fine. He goes, okay. And then he walks away and he's like starting saying something in some other language. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Everything is cool. My friend's like, what the heck just happened? And I explained to her the situation. She's like, oh, that guy's nuts. I was like, yeah, that guy's nuts. It's not me. It's that guy. Anyway, we're there. We're having a great conversation, a great time. And um, anyway, she was hungry. She wanted to order some food and she wanted to do some work. She had the day off, but she wanted to catch up. She had her computer there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take off. And um, yeah, I'll catch you in a little bit. So I got up and I went to go pay for my drink, right? I only had a drink. It was like a drink bar thing, cost 400 yen, four bucks. So I go up and there's the guy. And I go up there and he's like, he's like, not even looking at me. He's asking for the money. I give him the, I give him my, uh, call my credit card. And he's like, he's saying something under his breath. He's pissed off. This guy obviously did not like me from the get-go. Not from the <laughs> get-go, he did not like Johnny, which sometimes happens. But anyway, whatever, I'm being polite. I say, thank you. And as I say, thank you, he gets his big shit eating green he goes okay bye bye <laughs> like that like like almost like a villain from a 1980s or 70s cartoon right i mean i was just like hmm. okay all right all right okay so i was walking and then you know the, the fucking old school johnny like just kicked in the back of my head and, and something in my head said you just got ripped off and i was like huh Wait, you think so 
in the back of my head, maybe it's my Jiminy Cricket, said, yeah, dude, he ripped you off. Check your check. Check the receipt. So I pulled the receipt, and the son of a gun ripped me off. Instead of 400 yen, it was 800 yen. He billed me twice. So I look over, and he's up there, and he's assisting like two other customers. So I go up behind the two customers because I'm going to talk to this guy. Yes, I know. It's only $4. But you know what? It's the principle. It's the principle. It's the goddamn principle. Yeah. That's right. And if you don't stand up for yourself, nobody's going to stand up for you, faders. So anyway, I went back and I talked to the guy and I was like, all right, I'm just going to play it off like maybe he made a mistake. I know he ripped me off, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to let him save face. So I'm like, um, yeah, I think you made a mistake. This is 800 yen instead of 400 yen. No, 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 no. You move table. You go. You go. You go. He's told me like to go. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> you charged me double. I only had like two drinks. There's a drink bar. It costs 400 yen. Nope. You go. He didn't want anything to do with me. Just pointing at the elevator to saying, go, go like this. And I was like, all right, fucking ghetto. Johnny's coming back. It's, it's just, I'm sweating ghetto Johnny. I'm trying to hold him back, but it's coming out, man. I'm like turning into the Hulk. I'm going to hold this motherfucker. Right. So I'm like, yeah. oh, one moment. So I go to the back of the restaurant and I find a Japanese staff. Right. And I explained to the Japanese staff exactly what happened in Japanese. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's crazy. I don't know what's going on. He's telling me to leave. He's basically stealing my money. Then I tell the Japanese staff, I'm like, listen, I think I want to go to the police and go to the Koban. Now, Johnny ain't no rat. I would never do that. But I threatened that just because I know once you say that any restaurant or any establishment whatsoever, they're going to do whatever you want. That's kind of like the phrase. Listen, I think I should go to the police because they don't want the police to get involved because then they got to tell their boss who tells their boss there's paperwork. It's not good. Social media is a pain in the butt for these guys. So they're just like, yep. oh, okay, okay. The guy immediately stops what he's doing, runs up to the register with me and stuff. And then basically I explain the situation again. He's like, please tell me what happened again. So I tell the whole situation. And then the guy at the register, the son of a gun goes, oh, Usoski, liar. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, how can I be a liar? There's only one of me. The check's right here. It's for two people. My friend's over there eating. She's got her own separate bill. How is this lying? <laughs> you know, he's like, so yeah, no kidding. And then, and then, <clears throat> and then he starts saying like, oh, no, no, these foreigners, they come here. They don't know what they're doing. And I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure I've been here longer than you. I've been here for 20 years. I didn't say that, but I was thinking that in my head. And anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, well, fine. All right, let's just go to the Koban. I'm going to call the police right now. And I pull out my phone. They're like, no, 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 no. Then all of a sudden, the, the guy, the, the, the son of a gun, let's call him that, SOG. He's like, okay, 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 okay. So he deducts everything and he charges me the rightful 400. And I was happy to pay for that. And then after that, he started like mumbling all day. I don't know what he was saying. He's like, underneath his breath. And I was like, I think I've got a hex now, but that's okay. I saved 400 yen. (laughs) So when in Rome, like in Japan, you know, like, I mean, it's not the customers are always right, but it's just like, when you go to a restaurant in Japan, they're very honest. They're very fast. They're very polite. It doesn't matter if it's a cheap restaurant or expensive restaurant. The service is always perfect. And, you know, they, they're there to help the customer. But not this guy. No, no, no. You go. <laughs> like soup Nazi. What an asshole. What a fucking yeah. asshole, man. Yeah. So I, I had to get that off my chest. All that bullshit because he wanted to charge you an extra $4. Why didn't he just fucking do his job and shut the fuck up? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. And, and I used to yeah. go to that restaurant quite a bit. You know, it was like a nice little restaurant right by the station. You know, it was like convenient for me to meet my friend. You know, she lived in the area. It was fine. But no, now I got to find a new restaurant to hang out at. It's just like another Seinfeld episode. It's when George stopped going to this local restaurant. <laughs> right, 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 right. 
My life I mean, depends I, on the episode. I personally don't fuck with people who are in the service industry because they can get the final laugh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they can get the final laugh. Yeah. So I don't fuck with them. But dude, that guy was a dickhead to you because he, he didn't have any reason to tell you you couldn't sit at a table. Then once you moved there and was talking to a girl, he swings in on a fucking chandelier to tell you you can't sit there and talk to that lady. You got to go back to your table. I told them I was going to meet my friends there. You know, it's like the three of us. We get together. We hang out. At that time, it was two of us. I mean, maybe the table was yeah. a little too big, but he's the guy that sent her there. He's the one that put her there. He was kind of like the host of the place, you know? So anyway. Weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah. When in Japan, do as the Japanese do. So if you get a job, you know, follow the rules. and Don't rip people off. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty simple rule of life right there. Don't rip people off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bad karma is bad. You don't want bad karma. That shit will bite you in the ass, man. Holy smokes. So, yeah, that's 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 my story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> man, Coffee that sounds like a rough, a rough little adventure you had there. Um, it, you know, we got to say in Japan, for the most part, almost anywhere you go, the Japanese are, are awesome at, at customer service. Yep. Yeah, and you're you're gonna feel so welcome, and and you're gonna feel so happy, and 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 they pride themselves on how good they do customer service, and also how good they you know they prepare the food, and how 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 nice you're treated while you're there. It's really nice. I mean, I've been to the, in the states and had like people who seemed like they were pissed off at me because they had a shitty job, you know, and they didn't like their job, so they were gonna take it out on me. You never, you really don't find. I won't say you never found that in Japan because you found it obviously, but I mean. That's really like unusual in Japan. Yeah, very unusual. You know what? The thing is, I mean, all around the country, you get great service. If you go up to yeah. Hokkaido, you get really nice service. You go down to like Kawasaki, the service is great. And when you go down to Sam's Bar, the service is like perfect. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So when you when you pop into when you pop into my bar, we try to make everyone feel friendly. So. There's this little corridor that you walk down. Like it's like um, there's the kitchen, and you walk past the kitchen and a, and a side table. And I always try to get people to walk past that because once you walk past that, you're in the main part of the bar. If you stay up there at the very front of the bar, you you kind of don't feel like you're in, you know, inside the bar. You kind of feel like I'm just gonna have one drink and leave. But once you pass that threshold, you'll have two or three drinks. You'll make some friends. We'll have a good time. You know, you'll get to meet the staff. But yeah, so so it's always my job to try to get people in the bar, into the main bar, you know, and make them feel friendly. I want, and when they come in, if there's not a lot of people around, I'm like, hey, this is Johnny and this is um, Yoko. Hey, why don't you guys say hi to this guy? What's your name? What are you doing here? And then start the conversation. Then I walk away and let everyone else become friends, you know, and that's how generally the place works. And that's why people seem to like uh, Sam's Bar. It's kind of like Cheers. Everybody knows it your is. name. Everyone knows your name, man. Yeah. We ended up getting a five-star rating the other day just from some couple that walked in and they had been there. They just moved to Fukuoka and they'd walked in and, and I re remembered their name from when they were in there uh, a week or so ago. And I'm like, XYZ and XYZ. Hey, how's it going? And they're like, Oh God, you remember our names? I'm like, yeah, we were only here for like an hour. I'm like, yeah, no, but that's kind of what I do. Yeah. 
<laughs> nice, man. Uh, fantastic. Speaking of your bar, I've been thinking a lot about getting some artwork in there. I've got a lot of artwork available uh, cool. in my studio, and I was just organizing it the other day, and you threw that offer out there, and I was like, oh, man, you know, maybe I could get some stuff together and send it out to Fukuoka. So uh, yeah. we have to talk about that, man. Um, like frames, uh, shipping, I'll cover all that. That doesn't matter. Um, if I just roll up the canvases and just send it out, it's going to be super cheap. Um, if you have frames or something over there that you can hang it up on, like maybe movie poster frames or whatever, it doesn't have to be like super awesome or whatever. I mean, that could huh? be totally cool. But uh, yeah, if you're still if you're still on that tip, I'm definitely yeah. knees, bees into that grease. All right. So that's totally okay. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Let's start with a couple because I don't know about frames. I'll have to find a place to get frames, and I don't know how to frame something, so I'll have to learn how to do that. But it no, can it's be super done, easy, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it can be done. Yeah, no problem. Then my stuff is loose canvas, man. So it's basically like framing a photograph. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to just find something the right size. That's that's the issue. No problem. There's a dice in every city in this country. There is. There's dice down here. I'll head over to the Daiso and find out, find us a nice frame. Fantastic. That's great. Oh, speaking of faders, it is the holiday season. And if you want to get some art, some NFTs, some kind of stuff for your, your loved ones, your friends, your enemies, your boss, your subordinates, whatever, come on down to the spill tank. Just go down into the show notes and click on that link and uh, I'll hook you up. And if you rate me a special note before you purchase something, maybe I'll give you a, a holiday discount. I probably will, especially if I'm drinking. If I'm drinking, I'm like, oh man, Trevor in Ohio, hell yeah. Oh, Paul in England, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Don't take advantage of me though. <laughs> Don't take advantage of me. <laughs> the world oh, hey. tries to take advantage of me. Please don't, faders. <laughs> I got I got a question for you. For people who are not really efficient and don't really know a lot about painting and art, what's a commission? Well, a commission is basically where somebody contacts you and they request for you to do artwork for them. And uh, then you negotiate a price and you work out the details and that's a commission. So basically they can they can have anything painted like a picture of their dog or a picture of their wife or a picture of their family painted up by artist himself Johnny you know, the host of the show and all they have to do is just contact you and, and ask you, you know, and work out the budget. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. That is available for me. But if you want to contact any other artists, most artists do do that. Um, I highly recommend before you choose an artist, check out their work beforehand. I've had the situation where somebody loved my work and they wanted me to do a piece for them, but they wanted me to do it in a completely different style. And I was like, well, I don't really specialize in that. I, I can try and actually, I did, and I pulled it off. Is that dog painting? But yeah, oh man. Ah. So yeah, make sure you check out their catalog and their portfolio before you contact them, because I mean that's going to save you and the artist a lot of headaches. Right on, right on, right on. Yeah, I remember that dog painting. We, you were I talked about that a little bit, and you, we were going over like possible ideas for what, how can we uh, highlight stuff and make things appear because they, he was like a, had a black face, and it's like. It's a little bit different, difficult to show depth and detail with a with a giant, you know, animal with a black face. Well, just personality in general. You know, every dog yeah. has a personality, and this dog was obviously a loving dog. So I wanted to uh, get that through in the painting, and uh, yeah, it was quite difficult. But uh, yeah, with lighting, I definitely pulled that off. Thank cool. God. Was it a fluke? Was it skill? I don't know. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, universe. <laughs> I am your yeah. slave. <laughs> But at least you got it done, man. You 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 uh, took on that commission and you got it you got it sorted out. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, faders, if you want to commission my artwork, definitely 
contact me, send me an email, uh, DM, whatever. Got fitted Japan, the spill tank. Just go down to the show notes. I'm all over that. Peace. So, yeah. Speaking of show notes, in our show notes, we usually talk about the news. Let's get into the news, man. All right, brother. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, Faders, we're going to take a five-minute break for us, maybe a 2.5 break for you. Enjoy our sponsors. Enjoy them. And uh, when you come to Japan, support them. All right. On that note, peace. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, Faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you <laughs> and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. And we are back, faders. And uh, once again, I am wearing a mask, not because I'm a ninja, although I do have ninja skills. I'm wearing a mask because I've got house guests today and I'm being responsible <laughs> <laughs> for once in my life. <laughs> Well, you did get your vaccine, so that means you are super responsible. Yeah, I got to get the booster. Yeah, eventually I'm going to have to get that too. I'm, I, it's eight months or, or something like after your last shot, so I still got some time. Oh, I've got time too, but they're sending the, the city sending me uh, emails like every couple of days, being like, "Hey, make sure you sign up or make sure you don't forget." And I'm just like, "Okay, I got it. <laughs> You're worse I mean, than my mother." <laughs> yeah, Clean they don't do food. that in Fukuoka yet. Yeah, they don't do that in Fukuoka yet. They're still, you know, finishing up the um, the second round of shots. I know somebody just got their second shot like a couple days ago. Can you believe that? Wow, that's wild. Yeah, took him a while, but he finally got it. Was it his fault? Like he was lazy, he was busy, he was tired, he was out of the country, or was it like the the city's just like they got too many people and not enough shots or something? Supply and demand is whack. I think it's a little bit of everything. So he's he's a super busy guy, but um. I, I'm pretty sure he he follows science, so he didn't dodge getting the shots. You think he was just busy? Yeah, yeah, science rules. <laughs> That's no going to be your next T-shirt. Got fit in Japan. Science rules. Science rules. Science <laughs> rules. All right, let's hop into this news, man. Yeah, dude, you want to go first? I'll go first. Uh, let's see. The first story says a man arrested for smashing the front door of Don Quixote store in Nagoya. So Don Quixote store is like a big shopping store here where they get like um everything that every store doesn't want to sell like things that didn't sell things that couldn't sell overstock everything and they, sh- they shove it into one store and discount the crap out of it so don quixote has like usually like four or five stores if you go to a mega store it's 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 like a shopping mall and they've got stuff from bar glasses to fucking dildos they got everything that you can imagine in those places so this guy smashed out a door a front door of one and the front doors they're not small are they johnny those things are huge 
No, they're they're thick. They're they're massive because they're designed for like a big group of people to come in, like families to come in at the same time. So yeah, yeah they're they're pretty massive. They're like I don't know, like blaster shields. Yeah, it's like it's not like a, a thin piece of glass. It's like a heavy duty piece of glass. So it says here that police in Nagoya have arrested a 37 year old man on suspicion of property damage after he was caught smashing the front door of a Don Quixote store. The incident, which occurred around 1140 p.m. on Saturday, uh, was captured on surveillance camera footage. Let me say something about that. Um, Everywhere in Japan, every square inch of Japan is probably covered by surveillance cameras. You can't really fuck around here. Yeah. Plural cameras. Yeah. According to the police, the suspect Shinji Kodaya, a a self-professed company employee, uh, approached the front entrance of a mega Don Quixote um, in the Minami ward and uh, hit the glass door with a bar. The Shinkei Shimbun reported. He also kicked the door. Police responded to the story uh, to the store security alarm and subdued Kadoya outside the store. So he didn't even try to run. They just like went up there and pinata his ass. Yeah, totally. He had a bar. You yeah. think it was a chocolate bar? Like a Butterfinger? <laughs> <laughs> Don't lay a finger on my Butterfinger. <laughs> I'll break your dough. <laughs> yeah, so they pinyoted his ass, man. He couldn't even escape. Yeah, they, they caught him in the act of doing it. What a fuckwit. Well, what, what's this deal with self-progressed company employee? I'm a company employee. That's probably what he said. <laughs> Get your yeah. hands off me. I work at a company. <laughs> what's the name of the company? Acme? <laughs> they build rockets. And, yeah. Butterfinger. I'm a representative. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I work for the bar company. You know, you know what's kind of interesting? I, you know, I just thought of this. They didn't say if he was trying to smash his way in or smash his way out. It was just the front door. Maybe he went to the bathroom. He fell asleep. He was doing a drop in a deuce, you know, and mm. maybe, you know, they turned off the lights. Everybody left the building. He woke up. He's like, oh, my God, I'm stuck in here. Ah, he runs to the front of the store. He's trying to get out. He's banging on the doors. He's like, oh, my God. He grabs a, a Butterfinger and he starts hitting the door with a Butterfinger. He doesn't know what he's holding. It's dark outside, right? So he's trying to smash his way out and not smash his way in. What do you think? It doesn't say in the story, does it? I don't think it does. It's, it's Home Alone 4, Kadoya and the Butterfinger inside Don Quixote. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me out. I'm a company employee. Come on. Yeah. Get a man poop in peace. <laughs> I fell asleep <laughs> dropping the kids off at the pool for God's sakes. Oh man. All right. I can barely move my legs. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. All right. Happens. Especially when you get our age. All right. Moving forward. Next story. Man re-arrested for wearing wig and entering women's bathhouse for video voyeurism. Oh gosh. Here we go again. The story takes it's always me- poop stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no poop yet. No poop yet. Let me get to the story. Police yeah. in Tachikawa, Tokyo have rearrested a 36-year-old man who dressed up as a woman to repeatedly commit video voyeurism in the women's section of the public bathhouse. Okay, police said Daisuke Sugai is accused of voyeurism at four separate bathhouses between April and October, Fuji TV reported. According to police, Sugai entered the bathhouse wearing a wig and filmed naked women on 11 occasions with his smartphone. How can you get into a bathhouse being a guy or a girl with a smartphone? I thought smartphones are kind of like uh, off limits once you get into like the, the pool area. 
Where the fuck did he hide it? Oh, we'll get to that part. We'll get to that part. Oh, I got goodness. an idea. Okay. 11 <laughs> occasions with his smartphone in the bathhouse in Hachioji and Akishima. I love Hachioji. Beautiful place. Wonderful. Great bars. Yeah. Police said he has denied the allegations. So guy was arrested <laughs> on suspicion of sexually assaulting a woman in her apartment in October. Okay, so this guy's an all-around That's piece awesome. of shit. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, not, he's terrible. This guy is yeah. a menace to society. I mean, lock this dude up. But, 11 wait. times, bro. It's not on accident. Oh, no, it's not. Like, the first, first time's not even an accident. But, okay, <laughs> do you think he was wearing the same wig every single time? <laughs> it's like the guy- He must have, like, a whole a whole closet full of wigs. Well, I'm just assuming he's got like a Marge Simpson wig where he can kind of easily hide the camera in there. Because if Marge Simpson walks into a bathhouse with that hair, there's no way anybody can tell if there's a camera in there. Or or maybe yeah. she's got the Ipsy Claw haircut. Remember that from like the, the late 80s? All the girls had their hair pulled back, but they had that big claw, that big ball, that hair ball that was at the front wow. of their head. Remember that? I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. It's called the Ipsy Claw. And maybe you could probably fit like a couple of cameras in there. Yeah. Think about this, though, bro. I mean, he walks into the bathhouse and you've been to an onsen. You've been to a bathhouse. Yeah, you're not wearing you're not wearing clothes when you go in there. So the first obvious thing that dare I say pops out would be the um, fact that he's not female. For wearing a wearing wearing a wig doesn't cover your. Silent of the lambs. Oh, he did a little tucky-tucky, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me thing. Uh-huh. Oh, so as long as you don't get behind him. Horses <laughs> coming <Goodness>. on away. <laughs> it, puts the, it puts the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, maybe that's what he was doing. He was, like, walking around all weird. <laughs> he's oh, he's walking with like wig on. <laughs> with his knees together and his shit tucked back. Yep. Oh, man. All guys have done that once or twice. And I'll tell you one thing. Walking normally is really difficult. I mean, when you got beans in your back, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I've never done that. <laughs> Nobody admits Physically playing. impossible. Yeah. Physically impossible. So yeah, I guess when you don't have a wiener, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, all, right, all right. All right. Sorry. 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 Your story. All right. 76 year old man. On death row, an inmate on death row dies in prison hospital. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, uh, this is from Tokyo. A 76-year-old man was sentenced to death for killing a husband and his wife in 2007, died in a prison hospital in Tokyo on Saturday, uh, the Justice uh, Ministry spokesman said on Sunday. Uh, according to the spokesman, Minori Iwamori had been hospitalized earlier this month for heart arrhythmia, the Sankei reported his condition worsened and he died of cardiac just before midnight on saturday iwamori ha- uh, was convicted of beating to death a 69 year old man and a 67 year old wife and stealing 10,000 yen from their house in hanjo saitama prefecture in february 2007 so two people were horribly murdered for 185 dollars that guy's a piece of shit yep yeah so his death leaves 110 inmates on death row in Japan. That's the last sentence of the story. But mm. what a fucking asshole, man. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you kind of got to give it to the guy. I mean, he kind of beat the system. He beat the system. But, dude, he killed two human beings for $85. 
that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. No, I'm not saying he's not a piece of shit. This guy's complete garbage. I mean, this guy's trash. Yeah. You know, I mean, but he did. I'd rather see. Him. I'd rather see him kicking at the end of a rope. You know what I mean? That's how they well, kill I'm... people in Japan, by the way. Oh, they yeah, hang motherfuckers. Yeah. And they don't even tell them their death date. They come in and like uh, you, you're sitting there and you're just like playing checkers or whatever. And like, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> and they gank him right there. Hang well, him they, in. they say if you make it past lunch, you make it another day. So pretty much like if you don't like, I mean, if it's 1159, you still got to sweat. But once it's 12 o'clock, you're like, OK, cool. All right. Today's OK. But I mean, could you imagine living that way? For, well, how many years is it since uh, 2007? That's like what, 13, 13 years, 14 years? That, well, fuck that him. That would be crazy. Yeah, fuck him though. He he murdered two people for $85. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, definitely. I don't care if he's guy. comfortable he or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've got no remorse for this guy. This guy's a piece of shit. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just I just thought it was interesting that he beat the system, ironically. Oh, man. Okay, well, next story then. Okay, yeah. all right. We're going from dark to darker. Man found dead after calling police to say he killed his mother. Oh, jeez. Okay, here we go. Tis the season to be grumpy. A man in his 60s was found dead on a crossing in Tokyo's Oda Ward. Oh, I love Oda Ward. Nice place. I do too. On, it's a great place. It's a great place. On Saturday night, after he called 110 and told police that he had killed his mother. Uh, according to police, the call came at around 7.30 p.m., Fuji TV reported. The calls, the caller said he had strangled his mother, who was in her 90s, and that he was going to kill himself by jumping in front of a train on the crossing. Police rushed to the apartment and found the elderly woman bleeding from her nose and with choke marks on her neck, but still alive. Thank Holy goodness. shit. She is tough. Yeah. She beat the system. Yeah. The woman was taken to a hospital where doctors said uh, Sunday her condition had improved. Yay. All right. That's a Christmas miracle. Um, mm. After the woman had been taken to the hospital, police searched the area and at around 9.30 p.m. found the woman's son dead on a crossing after being hit by a train on the Tokyo Ikegami line. Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, that sucks. That's dark. But um, yeah. you know what? Uh, she was living with her kid, and it is the the holiday season. And I guess older kids are kind of expensive, and they, you know, they they love more expensive Christmas gifts. You know, I mean, young kids, babies, you you get them like a little stuffed animal, they're fine. Older kids, they want Nintendo Wii's, they want Switches, they want TVs, etc. So maybe this lady kind of dodged a bullet. You know, there's a couple things here. First off, the um place where he died, I know exactly where that is. I used to live in Otaku. Mm-hmm. So nice place. Yeah, yeah, that's close to where you live, actually. It's very close to Meguro, Nakameguro. It's it's kind of around that area. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where that crossing is, where he probably fucking got hit by a train. And then, um, yeah, you want to get on Santa's naughty list? Choke your 90-year-old mom. No Christmas presents for you, fucker. You get a lump of coal in your stocking. Well, uh, I, I think he's dead. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. He, he's not with say Santa. He's with Satan. Okay, the other end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's yeah. a lot of cold down there, I believe. All right, next story. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man arrested for setting fire to Koban. Ooh, oh, victimless crime. Okay, police in Ura, uh, Ura, what's that? Ura, Urawa, Saitama, Urawa, Urawa, Saitama. Thank you. Have arrested a 63 year old man on suspicion of arson and property destruction after he set fire to a Koban, which is definitely a police box. Hmm. 
According to police, the incident occurred at a Koban in front of the J.R. Urawa station around 7.15 p.m. on Tuesday. The song case had been reported. At the time, police officers were out on patrol. So, yeah, sometimes those those uh, bo- in Kobans, those police boxes are empty. Uh, police said that Minoru Kage of no fixed address entered the empty Koban, spread some newspapers on the floor, and then he used a lighter to start the fire. Passersby saw what was happening and contacted police. Nobody was injured in the fire. Thank goodness. Mm. Okay. The police said Kage was drunk uh, when he was detained near the Koban uh, that, and that a surveillance camera, a surveillance camera showed the footage of him starting the fire. Yeah. So he got caught red handed basically. Yep. 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 Do you think he was drunk before he set the fire or after he set the fire, he got drunk. I don't know, man. I've been drunk a million times and I've never set any fires. This guy obviously either has mental problems or he's got a beef with those police. Maybe he's trying to stay warm. He's like, oh, I'm so cold. (laughs) I'm so wasted. Maybe he thought it was like a public bathroom, which is also a very bad idea. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Um, Police officers don't take kindly for you trying to set down their home base. Yeah, this guy, he's going to go away for a little bit, (laughs) maybe a couple of years. Yeah, he's already old. Uh, what did he say? How old did he say he was? Sixty-three. Yeah, sixty-three. So yeah, he, he's got a. He's gonna get three cots, three squares in a cot. I guess is how you say that. Three squares in a cot for a little while. No, three cots in a hot. No, no, one cot and three. No, one cot and three hots. What is that? <laughs> three cots and a hot. Two cots and one cot and three. Oh gosh, what is it, Jeremy? <laughs> he's going to jail, Johnny. That's what we gotta say. He's going to jail. All right, lock this guy up and throw away the key. Faders, do not do lighter away from him. Yeah, no (laughs) lighters. Pyro Saito. All right, here we go. Um, This is the last story, I think. Yes, this is the last story. 62-year-old man arrested after setting wife on fire. Oh, what's up with fire stories? Oh, my goodness. Okay, this story took place in Ibaraki. Police in Ryogasaki, Ibaraki Prefecture have arrested a 62. What the heck is going on with all these senior citizens causing all this mayhem? Oh, my. Damn, dude. You know, they say the youth gone wild. Remember that uh, Skid Row song? We are the youth yeah. gone wild. Not in Japan. I think that the, the youth are very, they're, they're mild-mannered. They're polite. You know, they're, they're kind. They're friendly. They're clean. But the, these older guys, I don't know what's going on. Here we go. Once again, uh, Ibaraki Prefecture have arrested a 62-year-old man on suspicion of attempted murder after he doused his 53-year-old wife with alcohol disinfectant and set fire to her. Oh, man. You think you heard that song, Fire Woman by the Cult? And he found it very sexy. <laughs> he had to get like one of these hand pumps and like, chung, 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 chung. how long did that take you to get all the uh, all the disinfectant on her? It puts out like a little dime drop. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he had, um, I, don't, I have no idea, flamethrower or something. I don't know. According to police, Fumiyoshi Iwamoto, a construction worker, threw the liquid on his wife at around 7.45 p.m. Tuesday at their home. Fuji TV reported he then used a lighter, not a flamethrower, to set fire to her. Fire woman. That is a great song, by the way. You should check it out. Uh, The woman suffered burns uh, about her face, but was able to call 119. Oh, man, that's terrible on her face. Oh, gosh, poor girl. Uh, Firefighters said about the house was destroyed by the fire, which spread after the woman 
fell to the floor. Oh my goodness, that's that's terrible. Wow. Uh, police said Iwamoto has denied uh, to intent, denied intent to kill. He said him and his wife were drunk at the time, and he didn't remember how he started the fire. Baloney! This guy was a yeah. pyromaniac, um, and also a dick to his wife. Oh my god! Yeah. So yeah, there's actually a bunch of charges they can throw at this guy. And so I just attempt to murder. I mean, arson. Uh, there's got to be a couple more. Probably breaking and entering. She could throw that. Maybe he was restrained or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, this guy's gonna go away for the holiday season. Maybe for a couple of holiday seasons. Maybe for a lot yeah. of holiday seasons. This guy, uh, Santa, does not visit prison faders, especially in Japan. Oh, my gosh. And he said that he was drunk. You know, that excuse never holds up in court in Japan. A lot of people nope. use that excuse like, oh, you know what? I was drunk. Well, you know what? Back in the day, it might have. But these days, not at all, dude. In fact, you know, just saying that you're drunk actually might amplify your sentence. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sayonara, pyro pal. Yeah. If you can't control your liquor, man, don't drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, get faded, have fun, but just do it safely. Hang out with your friends. Listen to Got Faded Japan. We're your friends. Hang out with us. Get faded all you want with us. Drink as much as you want, but drink responsibly. I'm drinking coffee. And if you drink too much, if you drink too much, just go home. Go to bed. Just go home before you do something stupid. Like, I'm wasted. Sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing bad happens when you sleep when you're wasted. Well, okay, okay. That's right. Sleep on your side. Don't pull a Jimi Hendrix. Oh, good point. Good point. Fair enough. Sleep on your side. Well, Johnny, that's the end of our stories for today, man. That's it. That's all we have. Oh, man. So, uh, Jeremy, what should the faders do? What they can do is they can like, follow, and share our videos. You know what? We've got 79 followers on TikTok. 79! We started with zero, and we're up We're up to 79, man. Not bad. But not like, bad. yeah. Like, follow, and share our videos. Uh, we are on TikTok. We are on Facebook. We are on what else? Twitter, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, in linked, in synced. We're, we're pretty much everywhere at this point. <laughs> Whatever you can do. If you if you don't have any money to join us on Patreon, tell your friends about our show. You got some friends up there who are pervs and you know, like animation and Japan news, and they're gonna. They're going to be our next fans, and you can help us out by introducing us to them. What do you Absolutely. say, Johnny? Um, I completely concur. And on that note, Faders, um, it's time for me to get – actually, it's 2 o'clock. It's time to start drinking. All right. Let's, <laughs> get, <laughs> let's get wasted. All right, Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan where Jeremy and I actually didn't drink any booze. So basically we say two dudes booze, Japan in the news. And uh, hey, at least we're honest. At least we're like, hey, I'm drinking coffee. He's drinking water. This is how we're rolling today. I mean, wouldn't it be fucked up if we're faking it? (laughs) Yeah. From now on, we're going to start drinking. Like he's super dry zero or some shit. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, We don't do that. We don't play that game. Uh Uh-uh, man. Legit, legit. Too legit to quit. And that's who we are. Faders, and you are who you are. And thank you very much for fading with us. Or thank you very much for caffeinating with us today. There we go. That's cool. I like that. I dig that. That's cool. All right. Stay caffeinated. Stay cool. Stay groovy. And catch you on the flip side. Peace. Go fuck yourselves. My own brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out of the pressure! I can't take it! <laughs>
Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.